Somebody's just putting the comments start now. Well, we're starting right now. Your, your wishes are come in, right, Carlos? We listen to Carlos. All right. Well, welcome to Show Me the Money Club, our live show weekly, Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Sergio, myself, and we have special guests, the Driven Mom, the Driven Dad. You may have seen them on YouTube somewhere. Uh, they have their own channels, so if you want to see more from them, uh, link is going to be in the description for both their channels. Head over there, subscribe, check them out. Great, great content as well when it comes to DoorDash, other things. So thank you for coming on, especially uh, with the, the DoorDash experiment that you guys had. So we want to know who's showing you the money. So uh, yeah. cherry picking versus Top Dasher. Uh, so we're going to get into that. Uh, we have quite right. a packed show today uh, when it comes to a lot of things. Breaking uh, kind of thing. Will gig workers, Uber, Lyft, drivers, uh, DoorDash, pretty much the gig economy, will we become employees? Uh, you know, labor is kind of going on that when it comes to it. So we're going to break down what we know. Uh, smash that like button, as all, uh, all Scott says. Uh, right. Welcome, everybody. Um, thank you, guys, for coming on. Appreciate that. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. good. Thank you for having us. Yes. Oh, look at look at his hat. I like your hat, Tony. Sergio yeah. <laughs> uh, and Chris scored this for me for showing up to the town hall. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, so uh, I give it a little uh, introduction to the couple, and we're celebrating three or four very important things today. So first, right off the bat, it's Tony's birthday today. So happy birthday, Tony! Happy birthday. And secondly, it's my daughter's birthday, 18th birthday today. So happy birthday, Talia. Happy and, birthday. And um, another thing out, is, Talia. shout out. And another thing is Tony's channel, The Driven Dad, broke a thousand subs. Finally, awesome. getting monetized. Yeah. Finally, finally. Thank and you, everybody who has subscribed. And we're going to work on Lisa's channel now to get, it, get, get, her, to get her up to 1,000. And then, but we're going to actually, Lisa, it's, it's great that you're here because we're going to definitely talk about something you're passionate about, um, which I think lacks on pretty much every YouTube channel out there, you know, content creators. I don't call myself a content creator, but whatever they are. So, um, what was the fourth thing I was going to mention? You know what? I forgot. I um, forgot. 125K. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we're like 128 or 129 now. So we yeah. got 125K. And actually, uh, Harry did tweet or put it on um, LinkedIn. And everybody was like, yay, Harry. I'm like, Harry, you're just sitting on your butt. We're doing all the work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure why he's getting all the applause. Before before we really go, go into today's show, like, not only that, we got... This is the first of quite a few good shows that we have coming up. So we, yeah. we appreciate uh, Driven Mom, Driven Dad coming on. Uh, but we have a couple of shows coming on, uh, especially with Harry's, uh, um, you know, breakdown of, of the video of the $6.20 yeah. an hour uh, for being an Uber driver. Uh, we, we are having the authors of that come on and talk soon. So, uh, Sergio, if you want to fill that in real quick. Yeah. Uh, so this is so, giving you yeah. guys uh, a reason to not only watch today's show, but to come on to, uh, next week. So if you're not subscribed already, hit that subscribe yeah. button, ring the notification bell, hit all notifications. Uh, it's going to be pretty big over the next few weeks, what's coming and, up. And, you know, I, I appreciate it, by the way, all you guys. Last week I said, please smash that like button. So, you know, our lives used to get maybe three, 4,000 views. We're up to like double digits on every, it's a two-hour episode. So people who are listening, obviously getting something out of it. 
We truly appreciate it. Thumbs up. Please, please, please. It helps the YouTube algorithm. So, so there was a study about a couple of weeks ago that got huge play in mainstream media. You know, MarketWatch did it. Bloomberg did it. All these people jumped on it. So there is an outfit in L.A., in California, um, called Rideshare Drivers United. I'm very close friends with the president, who is Nicole Moore. I've known her for close to five years now. And in fact, they were on one of our episodes with the latest um, lawsuit that the drivers are bringing against Uber in California. And that was one of our most popular videos as well. So what happened is that they came out with this study that claims, claims, and we're not going to take it easy next week, by the way, people, because I'm going to hit them hard, that the drivers are making $6.20 on average after expenses. Now, Every study has to be taken for, with a grain of salt because if you're ordering the study, the study better come out in your favor <laughs> because you can skew the statistics any way you want for the study to come out, just like Uber does. Uber comes out with their own studies and, you know, some outrageous stuff in there that none of the drivers believe, right? So this one, we're going to find out, you know, from the horse's mouth how they explain the $6.20 because I don't think it's true. However... We're going to listen to them, and then the viewers will make up their own opinions, just like we're going to do today, between top dashers and not side dashers and whatever you guys are. You know, so, you know, I believe Tony. You know, Tony was on our town hall, by the way, right? So yeah. he hit me as a no BS, straight up shooter kind of a guy, right? So I go, eh, you know, you know, well, why not have him on? And he did his. I trust his numbers. He's going to talk quite a bit about those coming up. But yeah, next week's show should be very, very interesting. And we also will have on the same show a driver from Seattle where potentially it shows that if the legislatures work with these companies as opposed to fighting them, you know, their rates are through the roof, really. They're the highest rates in the country when it comes to miles and minutes for UberX and Lyft standard. So with that said, uh, please thumbs up, like the video or like the live stream. And we're on podcast too, right, Chris? Uh, if you want to listen to the audio podcast, it will be on pretty much all major platforms. Uh, that will be, uh, that's usually the day after today is the live show taped on Tuesday. Uh, like I said, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, come on, hang out. You can join the ch uh, the chat, the live chat, you know, share your thoughts, ask your questions when we can get to them. We'll try getting to them. Uh, um, and then the audio form of the podcast, if you can't make it, again, will be available on all major podcasting platforms, usually on Wednesday. Sometimes if we finish up early, I can get a Tuesday, uh, but it's not a guarantee. So uh, it will right. definitely be on the day after, though. Right. So let's get right into it. So, Tony, um, there was this um, <laughs> there was this little pissing race going on with the content creators for the last few months. <laughs> uh, you know, one guy, one young guy, young gun from Vegas comes out and says, hey, man, everybody should be top dashers because you're going to swim in cash. And then we have our friend Pedro. Uh, who calls non-tippers clowns, which I'm 100% in his camp, by the way. So, uh, you know, he was like, uh, maybe, maybe not. They did some live streams, and it got quite a bit of play, and then everybody got in a tizzy there. It's like all the, right. you know, from UDM and, and and you know, all the small and large or mid-sized channels, they were all, they had all their opinions, right? So right. you went and did your own little, I mean, look, these, the whatever Tony did, um, has to be said with a disclaimer, which is he did it for a month. It's him only. It's his city only. So if his numbers don't match yours, it's okay. These are, these are his right. findings, and I, I'm believing every dollar's worth of findings he had in there. So 
and I'm pretty sure he's not going to recommend for you guys to do what he did or what he doesn't do. <laughs> but it's just that it's just an opinion, right? This is an opinion, and I trust Tony's numbers, so that's why they're on. So you're on, buddy. You tell All us. Right. Second disclaimer: I'm uh, first and foremost a rideshare driver, and I do food delivery during lunch mainly because it's slow for rideshare during that time. But, you know, if I get a trip like I did today, going to the airport for 55 bucks, I'm going to take it. Yeah. And also, you know, mention, please, what kind of car you drive and what circumstances, because, you know, you're on. Yeah. So we should mention that because you're not on a Prius, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I do have a Tesla Model Y, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend that if you don't already have it um, to do food delivery. But um, I rent mine. And I have a program that I work with that I can get discounts for having referrals as well. So in the future, I do plan on having my own Tesla, but it will not be used for gigs. It'll be my car or her car, most likely hers. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, I have that specifically so I can have access to the upper categories in rideshare. And then as a side benefit, it's got a lot of space for catering and stuff too. So, right. Um, Yeah. So if you want, we could share the screen on that spreadsheet. Oh, you know what? Before you do that, before you do that, hold on a second. Okay. Okay. I I forgot. You know, I'm not following my show notes. I don't know where they are. I lost. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Yes. Gone in memory. All right. Okay. First of all, Tony and Lisa um, have five children. Okay. Five. Yes, we do. Okay. They Not ten, five. <laughs> five. Five, five. So they homeschool. They homeschool their kids, right? Yes. They obviously are an amazing couple and great parents, I'm sure. So this is why also they're on that the if it wasn't for the gig economy, look, everybody looks down on the gig economy. They say this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. You know, it's not all bad. If it wasn't for the gig economy, giving them the opportunity to get out there and work whenever they want. This would not happen, right? The five kids is already a lot of work, trust me. Right. And 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 being able to do what they do. And Lisa also drives, by the way. She does deliveries. And, and so they make it happen. So this is the good part of the gig economy, that couples like this or single or whoever you are, that you can decide what to do when on what app, whoever's showing you the money, and then they're doing it. This is a live example right here which, you know, I got to give applause for Lisa and Tony. It's not easy. Let me tell you something. I I had, I had two kids. They're all grown now. And I remember (laughs) that when they were like five, six, seven, eight, ten. you know, I'm like, I don't know how you guys do it, but Hey, you know what? Congrats. Just keep it up. You know, so that's it. That's it. So now we can get into your um, numbers or whatever you want to do. The floor is yours. All right. Let me just do that. Does that, is it showing the screen better? Yeah, it's great. All right. So um, on this tab, this is basically going through the numbers that um, before when I was only cherry picking orders when something came through that I would take. So that was from June all the way until um, August when I started doing the Project Top Dasher. Is only 17 and I'm using active hours because I multi-app. It's hard to gauge actual hours, what I spent where. So in order to keep things honest, I'm only using active hours on any of the comparisons. 
So take for what it's worth when you are doing these apps, how many active hours you have versus um, online hours. So 17 hours with um, cherry picking netted me $27.75 per hour. Um, and then if I went over here to when I was going for top dasher, I'll scroll. Uh, it won't let me zoom in. There we go. Whoops. Sorry. I, I don't use these Apple uh, things don't, too don't, often, but. <laughs> don't, worry. Don't, don't worry about it. All, All right. right. There we go. Okay. Oh, wait. Going for top dasher. That's the next screen. All right. So going for you, top that's dasher. That's when you suffered. <laughs> yeah. So this is the suffering right here. It was 40 active hours to do 100 orders. And I did that for $20 an hour on active time. Active so, time. Right. So oh my uh, when I when I calculated my actual time, I was active pretty close to the amount of time I was actually dashing. Um, I think it was average was about $18 an hour if I were to include online time okay. with just doing this. So it's not too far off. Um, but that was only $811. Wow. So um, going over Not here to world. Top Dasher, I was cherry picking for 52 hours. Yes. Um, that was $1,600, almost $1,700, $31 an hour. Yeah. And then this next line right here um, where it says 93, yes. that would be adding in the amount of time that it took me to get Top Dasher if I were to do it again. Right. So if I were to have done Top Dasher in September – and hit similar numbers to what I did in August for the hell week or whatever. Yeah. Um, 90, 93 total hours it would take. Um, I would make 20, let's round up $2,500 and $27 an hour. <clears throat> so, so it's so, cherry picking. Uh, yeah. Cherry so picking was one, 27. Okay. And then basically if you're going to go for hell week, you're yeah. about the same. I mean, okay. Okay. Uh, your dollars per mile are going to go down, though. Just uh, pro yeah, awareness. Yeah, you have to take a lot of the trash to to get the right. top dasher, right? Yeah. Right, and yeah. then um, Wait, so far, can you go back uh, to normal. Dash? Normal dash. All right. Yeah, you put in that's... seventeen hours. Yeah. And then the other one, you put in. I'm sorry. You're saying you're going to put in ninety three to get the same result. So yeah. it's more time too. But that means yeah. I'm accepting. I'm doing more DoorDash versus doing rideshare, well, which that's we could right. get into that if you want right. to. No, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, there. because you know, ultimately, this is not just the DoorDash segment that we're doing, right? You know, because first of all, I mean, I kind of agree with your solution of looking at active time only, just for the fact that you multi-app, you do tons right. of different apps all at the same time, right? Basically, you're right. cherry picking the best of rideshare between Uber and Lyft, cherry picking between uh -huh. DoorDash, you know, Uber Eats and whatever else, right? You have four or five apps going on at the same time. So in your case, right. I will ex in your case, I will accept, you know, active time. But for me, active time is is a lie. I mean, honestly, right? You know, to me, so it's like I'll... either online time or door to door time is gonna be the for right. me anyway. Out of for for so, profitability matrix, yeah. For um, just as an average, I average probably. 
between 30 and $33 an hour with my charging time included yeah. um, on online time overall. Yeah. So just as a, a disclaimer on that. So yeah. I know that the on active hours are going to be way high versus what the actual, I think yeah. it's actually closer the more you accept everything yeah. to being active and online. But yeah. um, it's hard like to for example, active. my active time, I don't only Uber Eats, my active time versus my, online time is literally like I, my utilization rate is 46%. So 54% of the right. time I'm declining orders. But so my act, my online numbers are like 23, $24 an hour, but my active is over 50 bucks an hour. Right. right. So there's many ways to do it. So Gabe, hello, John, hello. Um, so to me, I think this is really, really important to understand. Everybody should use a certain profitability matrix. This is just for him because he's multi-apping and he's using active hours. So that's it. Right. So we'll hit um, what I've found so far this month since I've been accepted into large order program. Yes. Um, which Mr. Flex affection affectionately calls it the LOP juice. The LOP. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we've got about 14 hours of data on active. Yeah. Um, $670 for $48 an hour active time. Oh, look at that. And that is without top dasher. So I'm going to put myself through hell week again. <laughs> Just you? so I can have some large order program with top dasher data to analyze okay. as well. Okay. And then um, I'll be done with all of that. Just because as we can move over to um, this rideshare stuff. Yeah. Um, where I make my bread and butter uh yep. i couldn't figure out without going into each ride for uber you can't to... you can't okay yeah. so i was not the only one like scratching my head trying to figure this out but it took me forever to put these together yeah one by one yeah in oh, california yeah. they show online hour and active hour but i don't know how much longer they're going to do that because we have upfront now so i don't think they're going yeah to. it used to show oh, it i thought like yeah but now it just says online so yeah, i had to go through online. each ride um, so there's basically 42 hours of, of Uber during September okay. on active hours was okay. $3,070 Seven $73 an hour Ooh, yeah. on active. Oh, wow. seriously? Yeah. Um, I don't even know why you're messing with this stuff. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is the first. That's the first month of um, also having upfront earnings available yeah, I, uh... and <laughs> utilizing short trips and sticky surge strategies is how yep. I did that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. So on Uber, by the way, do, do they allow you to drive Uber Black or no? They don't, right? I don't have Uber Black because I need a PUC stuff. I need like the, some special plates and... I okay. plan on actually doing that for um, January. That's my goal is to have all of that lined up and ready to go so I can start yeah. doing that by at latest the, February sometime. Yeah, it's odd that Lyft allows you to do Lyft Lux and Lyft Lux Black, but Uber doesn't. You need other stuff. Right. I don't know if Uber was if Uber put that on themselves so that they could um, like lower the saturation on it yeah. or if it was a deal they had to make in order to enter into these cities. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> okay. yeah. Lyft didn't come out with their black car service till way later. Yeah. Okay. So we'll hit so this you, Lyft you, line right here. And in you, Lyft, 31 hours 
$2,400 for $77 an hour. <laughs> I'm moving to Denver. You can thought, unshare that screen now. Yeah, unshare. Yeah, I, I, I thought we were making money here. Look at you guys swinging cash <laughs> over there. What the heck is going on? I don't know, man. 70 uh, plus hour or 70 plus per hour breakdown. Right. And, you know, when I say $33 an hour online with charging, you know, if I didn't have to charge, my costs would go up. So it's like it'll all net to the same thing where I'm going to make the same amount of money per hour after taxes and expenses as if I had a a gas vehicle, probably. So or maybe I'm coming out ahead because I don't pay for any of my electricity right now. Yeah, that's true. So so um, so those so. Looking at that short, you know, sample of trips and deliveries, um, you know, my old, old opinion always has been that rideshare is definitely more lucrative to do. But in your special, mm-hmm. I mean, look, you know, you can't compare a lot of drivers to you just because you have these h- higher platforms that pay you so much more money. Obviously, looking at your numbers is pretty clear, right? There's not a right. chance an Uber X driver is going to accomplish those numbers, not even close. You know what I mean? But, Not sustainably throughout the day. You could yeah. during the surge times if you have yeah. a surge city. So your strategy in Denver is shorties with high sticky surge, right? Right. And, and I'm not we, even downtown for those because yeah. And so you have I your lift wake up on in as well. You have your lift lux on as well, both at the same time. Yeah. Right? So lift was lux and lux black only. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so so. You know, after that short sample size or small sample size and short period of time, again, again, the disclaimer was he's not going to give anybody any advice or tell what to do, right? He just did it for his own kicks. So the decision is, are you going to be top dasher again or not? For me, I'm only going to do top dasher one more time just to get data to compare large order program. That's not my goal is to be a main DoorDash account. I'm sticking with Rideshare. I got you. So, um, um, <laughs> is Harry here? She's he yeah. Says I, yeah. So he says he says where is her head? Hey, Harry. Harry. So is Harry authorizing? Me. Is Harry authorizing another hat being sent? Yeah, he just did. <laughs> there you he go. Right did. on. Thanks, Harry. There you go. Which is cool because, like, when I first started doing Rideshare, and I, I found the simple driver and i found the rideshare guy and i found uberman and it's just cool to be on the rideshare guy's channel thank you thank you oh, um, so <laughs> so one more month one more month you're going to hell week and then for the lop large order program for top dasher and then you're done right yeah okay <laughs> that's what i thought <laughs> okay yeah and i'm still going to be in large order program i'll still do 100 door dashes a month just to okay. maintain that Okay. Um, because obviously when I'm doing DoorDash for the lunch hour, I want to be making 48 an hour versus 27. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So, so what do you say, what do you say about this, this pissing race that took place for like three months, four months straight, which I got totally bored with, but <laughs> let me, let me hear you know, your opinion. You know, I, I just think it's a lot of testosterone and um, <laughs> I get my testosterone fixes by hunting. I don't which have to get into you. To yeah. YouTube matches with people, I just want to have um, objective information out there about what my experience is, and if it helps somebody make a decision for them based on what they see. I'm not yeah. trying to tell them how to do 
their independent contracting, but yeah. I'm telling them how I do mine and they can co compare and contrast what's beneficial for them, what's not, and um, try something out for themselves. Right. Don't take anybody's advice, solely, especially the companies that we're working for, their advice. Um, do things for you because it's profitable for you. However that profit works out for you, however your lifestyle is. Um, my lifestyle says I can do rideshare and not, I live in a really good area. So it's not like I'm uh, unaware that crime can happen where I could get carjacked or something. Yep. But I'm also aware that I'm blessed in this market too. So Yeah. So it seems like you have found the sweet spot for your own market on your own city and your own schedule, obviously. With right. five kids, we mentioned they have five kids, right? So, yes. <laughs> you know, to me, like to me, I think I, you know, look, I don't think you can get any higher than that. I mean, because seventy-eight is outrageous. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I think. I mean, if you do great, congrats. But um, yeah, so I, I think, I think again and again, this is the gig economy, people. There are people like Tony and Lisa who have a family, who have kids, homeschool their kids, but then they're out there hustling. Don't complain. You're not getting paid if you don't have a strategy. Tony just shared his strategy for his city. Do short trips on rideshare with high surge. Boom. There's the money. And I'm not even in the most profitable spot because I, as much as I can uh, try to get downtown, A, I don't wake up in time to get there before traffic. And B, I really hate downtown. So if you yeah. want to go downtown for both rideshare and food delivery, you could crush my numbers easily. So I, I think, I think you know, to me, from what I saw for three, four months, you know, the back and forth between the gig tubers, I always have been a cherry picker from the ride sharing days to all the way now to the last couple of months doing food delivery, right? To me, um, now that we're being afforded the, you know, the, the, the destination of the passenger, we can see them. I, I think there is absolutely no reason to accept these garbage orders, garbage trips, right. you know, pretty soon because every, because people are doing it. You know, and and that's why these companies are doing what they're doing. I mean, they go like, yeah, we send this guy to 25 order. He takes it all day long. So let's cut it to 150. <laughs> I'm like, right. Well, and and the thing that really helps me a lot out is the two apps that I use to manage the three yeah. apps that I use. And um, Middleton Technologies in here. Um, yeah. He said hi. Somewhere. Yeah. And. Try them out for yourself. I'm not plugging anything for you guys, but just that's what I use to make sure that I'm not accepting unprofitable orders. Yeah. So um, next thing is going to be, you talked enough, Tony. Now we're going to focus on Lisa a little bit. So, All right. <laughs> so Lisa, Lisa, I know you have your own channel. I don't, I don't know how yeah. many members you have, subs you have, but I'm sure we'll, we'll push it up to a thousand. So the thing that it's... I wanted to talk to you about is... I, I didn't even know this. I watched one of your episodes or, or one of your videos, and I'm ashamed that I didn't know this, honestly. And, you know, Chris, right? You emailed me today saying that we need to have a town hall with just female drivers or female mm -hmm. gig workers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So Lisa said, well, I'm sure her facts are true. Um, she said 57% of dashers are female. Mm -hmm. Is that is that happening? Really? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> So there was a study done late uh, 2021, and it showed that 50, I think it was like 55, 58, somewhere in between there, percent wow. of DoorDash delivery drivers are female. Uh, Uber Eats was very close to that number. I think it was like 47. 
Um, and then a different study was done and it shows that 27% of rideshare drivers are female. So I think the reason why there's so many more delivery drivers versus rideshare drivers is just safety, basically. Mm -hmm. Or feeling safe. Can well, you tell yes. Harry to shut up? <laughs> okay, we're running a show here, Harry. Stay quiet. Okay, so um, so tell 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 us about. I'll totally do that, Harry. I'll totally do that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, you you run the you run the town hall. We'll just watch you guys. <laughs> so so um, so tell us about what you're doing with your channel, and also, you know, you, 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 I mean, how do you want to put this out there? Because I think those numbers over fifty percent, you know, are huge. There is a huge, yeah. you know, market for that for. You know, and they and the same thing. I mean, as a driver, they're taking the same risks as guys taking on. You know what I'm saying? So right. how do you how do you think females should handle it and what should we do to help you out to get the word out that there is more female actually delivery door dashers than or or Uber East drivers than than male? So how do we do that? How, I mean, seriously, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful idea why you're doing. But you go ahead and explain what you're doing. Man, you asked me like six questions, so I'm going to try yeah. and, and answer <laughs> them. And if I miss one, I'm sorry. No, don't worry um, about that. So, yeah, I just recently started my channel in like, was it August? Yeah. Yeah, August. It was um, her birthday present. I helped her start a channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have gotten up to like 215 subs, so it's growing really nice. I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, what's happening there. But what I noticed when I came onto YouTube was that there's a lot of these uh, gig tubers, content creators that have like round tables or panels and it's primarily male. And I knew that study was done and I was like, there's so many women like content creators out there as well. Um, and obviously just gig workers in general that are like not having representation on YouTube. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to get a panel of women together. I'm going to call it ladies night. And, um, it's all female and we get on and we discuss, I've had two of them so far and we just discuss gig work from a woman's perspective. The first one was just kind of like all sorts of questions, like all across the board, like safety, um, you know, issues that we face as women that maybe men don't face. Although I had some comments in my chat that guys were kind of dealing with similar issues. And I was like, wow, that's kind of eye-opening to me. And then yeah. I had one last night. And the topic last night was profitability. Well, what day? What day? Is, it, is, is it every Monday? So at the moment, it is Monday nights. I don't have it every Monday. Okay. Okay. I do have five kids. I homeschool. And I'm a baby channel. And I got to kind of juggle all of that, like getting used to doing all of that. So um, the next one will probably be in November. And I, okay. I have some ideas for what the topics will be. But I definitely think I want to work it up to where it is every Monday night. And it'll be um, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's every time, every Monday that it does air, it'll be 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, seriously, I, we would love to host your one of your panels, actually, as an episode or when we do a town hall, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing something on another channel. I mean, it'll help you. It'll help us. But to me, I think I think it's a wonderful, wonderful, seriously amazing idea. I don't know how you find the time to do all this, Lisa. And, <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't even you know sleep? how you guys are doing this. Do you guys sleep? I, 
Actually, I guard my sleep very protectively. Like I will like quit working, like doing gig work because I'm like, I need to be in bed by a certain time. Otherwise that's, that's she's, smart. <laughs> she's up here. She needs to stay focused. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. No, that's, um, that's wonderful. So we'll keep, obviously we're in touch. We're going to keep in touch. And then when we have our town hall sometime in November, we're packed in October, packed first week of November. So after that, we want to do these town halls and see, you know, get everybody's opinion on these upfront fares, upfront destination, how they're treating it, you know, because we had one like three, three months ago and then it's a huge change. So, but on the ride share side, probably with mostly guys, but then Roxy will be there, of course, because Roxy <laughs> cannot not be there. Although I think we should put Roxy on your panel too, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want, I want as many women on my panel as I can get. So yeah. um, if you're a yeah. woman and you want to be on my show, um maybe we can put out my email address and they can contact me definitely but yeah i i think i think you're doing a great job and i think i think it's a you know all these women that are in the gig economy right they're contributing to their families they're supporting their families i mean you know what hey man all power to you guys seriously i think i think it's it's great and then we'll put the word out as much as we can and then you know Women power, man. That's it. Yeah. You know, just gotta, I mean, you know, you guys have the purse strings anyway. So it's like, I don't even to, like, I don't know why this wasn't talked about before. So, so let's switch back to Mr. Beard over there. Macho <laughs> man. <laughs> so, so, you know, I want to actually, I want you to talk about like a few minutes about okay. your longest trip in the history of, <laughs> of civilization. <laughs> yeah. I'm I was like, I was so fascinated. I would just keep logging on and, Watch him drive back from wherever the heck he went. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, everybody who's joined in on those streams on the way back, because that really, and Mr. Flex's stream, just helping me stay engaged with something so that I'm not getting sleepy or uh, having to take extra time to get home, even though I exited the wrong exit in Kansas. Don't do that. <laughs> don't exit the wrong exit in Kansas, because there's no turnaround for 100 miles. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. But so anyways, tell us, tell us how this started. So I ran into a person who was having trouble finding a way home from Colorado to Virginia um, because she is very anxious. Like she has so much anxiety that she can't be on a plane or a train or a bus because there's a too many people and it's too small of a space with that many people. So um, she offered me $3,000 to drive her. 1500 miles one way and so i decided to ask wifey for lifey over here is if that was okay if she was okay with me driving not just to virginia but driving a female to virginia and she said thumbs up only be it. not because i was not worried about like it being a woman in his car because I totally trust Tony. I was more afraid that she was gonna be like some crazy serial killer. Yeah, we were just got done watching <laughs> oh, like during the pandemic. Kansas. Yeah, and yeah. during the pandemic we watched uh Criminal Minds, so it's like everybody's a serial uh -huh. killer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So fifteen hundred miles with an anxiety ridden woman in the back seat. Is that what's happening here? Right. She took her anxiety medication and she slept for like 25 of those hours. Whenever wow. I stopped to charge 
and it was late at night and I tried to get a nap, she'd be, that's when she's awake and she's like, Hey, can we go? Can we go? Can we? I'm like, can I get like <laughs> 10 minutes of sleep so we can get there? <laughs> so around Fib, this was around Fib, what was this? Like 3000 plus miles, right? Yeah. It ended up being like 3,200 because of that wrong turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so for, for three grand, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I'm. I don't know. You know, I, a, I don't know. It ends up being about a dollar per mile, and yeah. you know, I could have probably asked her for more, but I wasn't trying to price gouge somebody because I'm trying to be like Uber blacking somebody to Virginia. You know, like I also am a helpful person, and I'm like, you know, that's enough. I'm not trying to. I mean, a plane ride is like maybe eight hundred dollars, you know. So yeah, I know mm -hmm. she must have really anxiety issues for to pay you three grand for that. Yeah, like, wow. yeah. Okay. And I'm sure she would have paid me more, but you know, I well, my conscience wouldn't let me go further than that. I I don't know about that as a capitalist. I don't know about that, but that's, <laughs> even you know, as I'll, a, I'll forgive you on that. That's, one. that's you. why I can't be the cutthroat capitalist. Like I can be, I, you know. I'll forgive like, you about that one. That's okay. Uh, six right, grand would have been two dollars a mile but yeah easy easy Sergio, um, before, before we go on we got to do the thumbs up you and i uh yeah we'll do a countdown would you take that ride for three thousand per well we'll we'll just say it would have been three thousand per uh round trip if we didn't right okay, I mean, turn in kansas it took me four days okay hold on hold on four days it took me four days i made yeah. 750 dollars a day by doing that Okay. You know what? Now that he said that, see, I was for sure thumbs down. <laughs> but now that he's and that was in that a way, Tesla, that was in a Tesla much, would have been faster than a gas vehicle. And, and much, he was on autopilot ninety percent of the time on those highways, yeah. right? Yep. Okay. Now, you know what? I don't know, man. Was, okay, here we hold go. On, hold on. We we need to know one more thing before we we do our thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Uh, how much was the charging cost by chance? Uh, Two hundred because I wanted to use the superchargers on the way out but then the way back i used my electrify america account that i have free charging um till march so 200 uh rounded up okay but, okay yeah. hold on. are these charges available in the middle of cornfields and shit i mean oops, yeah. sorry. <laughs> everywhere you just type in your destination and it maps it out for you wow okay here we go all right i'm going three I'm, I'm, no i'm two one two one <laughs> all right <Yeah. laughs> we agree all right i'm not yeah, an I, idiot uh, you know you all got right. me you got me when you said 750 a day you know what i mean because then i'm going like initially i was like not a chance on the planet then i'm maybe yeah. for 5k but then when he said 750 a day if i did ride share or anything else i'm not gonna make 750 a day and plus on the way yeah. back you were on your own live streaming right yeah so i'm like yeah yeah no there you go thumbs up uh, yeah, yeah making I, a little I, more I did spend a hundred dollars on a, a hotel so i could take a shower and and change clothes and stuff but then the other sleeping i bought a mattress topper and i just slept in the tesla camp mode now for that many hours did she pay for food to eat for you um no i i didn't do that no she okay. she probably would have but she didn't she ate candy so i wasn't oh. about to be on the candy diet <laughs> oh wow. wow so would you okay last question would be would you do it again yes i would Okay, there you go. I'd probably, probably, <laughs> probably up the price, maybe like yeah. 500 more dollars. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Just to cover expenses. Okay. So I can net right. the 3000 Yeah, so that, yeah, I mean, I you know what? I think you came ahead on this deal, seriously. Because you're in a rental, you're not worried about depreciation, just, you know, I'm like, you're paying the weekly anyway, so that's like 
I think, I, yeah. I yeah, think and good. I told the guy that I rent from, and he's like, man, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You got so no did mileage. you get good content for your channel? <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, I think I think that's awesome. So that's, okay. So yeah. um, the other point, thing is... Uh, we got, what, like four or five people, too, that, that are in chat that gave the thumbs up that they would, too. Yeah, thumbs up. Awesome. Sure. Look at that, <laughs> yeah, they're all thumbs up. I mean, I all was right. a road tripper as a kid, so it was nothing. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. used to road trips. So. Yeah, and, and so the other thing, the other thing I want you to quickly talk about is your lifestyles, right? Okay. I mean, obviously, you look like a rugged, you know, because I when I watch his live stream, all I see is under his beard. So I go like, I can't even see the guy's face, but then you know, <laughs> his beard POV, yeah. right? So I'm like, hey man, <laughs> like, I go like, okay. Whatever works. Well, and then has his pizza POV. I got my beard POV. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit quickly about your uh, latest hunting adventure with your daughter for her first okay. time. Yeah. Sorry for the uh, background. I can kind of hear through my headphones. Yeah, I was just we got a, a kid yelling. Text my kids. Uh, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, no worries. Okay. So, okay. Um, hunting season in Colorado started in October for rifle season. Um, we hunt rifle. I'm not, um, accurate enough to be a bow hunter, I guess. And I'm not patient enough to be, uh, a musket or black powder hunter. But, um, so yeah, we were high powered rifle pronghorn, AKA antelope. Okay. Um, and then my daughter, she got her hunter safety through the pandemic. Um, we put her online and did that and then, um, put in her, applications last year she didn't draw anything but this year she drew an antelope i also drew an antelope and my dad and my brothers also did too so we went hunting for the first time she um was scouting out the land with my dad um, while i was still up here and um my dad was like we're just gonna scout but then my dad ended up finding a antelope and just taking it down and she was good with it so um I came down two days later and hunted for two days before I found my antelope and I got uh, heart shot on the run straight to the heart Wow! <laughs> and antelope run pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he was uh, pretty proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so uh, everybody in the chat is getting a pound of antelope uh, meat. <laughs> now he has nothing left for the winter. No protein. Right. Well, I do have a deer tag left. You have a deer tag left. Yeah. So that's okay. at the end of the month. What did you say, Chris? How much? Uh, how much uh, meat do you get out of that? How many pounds on an antelope? Not very much. Uh, okay. The whole antelope after it's just meat and bones hanging is probably like 55, 60 pounds. Okay. So then you have to take out the bone. It's not much. It's a hey, baby. Pedro, it's a baby Pedro. size. Big game. Pedro in the house. You missed our little uh, clown debate here, Pedro. So you have to watch the rerun. <laughs> you have to watch the rerun. But uh, yep. so, oh, yeah, okay. So, you know, last word I'm going to give you both before we get into our own little song and dance here, <laughs> um, which you guys are more than welcome to stay, which hopefully you will. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, I would love your opinion on a couple of topics which broke today. So, so you know, tell us both really seriously why you are in the gig economy, why you guys do what you do, 
what do you like about it? What do you not like about it? And I'm not going to be company specific because we all know these companies are brutally evil when it comes to algos, the way they manipulate, whatever, whatever. That's been talked about. Enough of that, right? We all know what they're trying to do because their opinion of how things should run is diametrically opposite of yours. Yours is to make money. Theirs is to make money. Yeah, guys have to meet. You gave up a little bit here. They give up a little bit there, but it doesn't seem like they're giving up much. So to me, it's like, you know, make the best of it and make it work for you, which you two obviously have figured it out, right? And what your plan B is if you have a plan B going forward. So tell us a little bit about that. Right. So um, the reason why I started into the gig economy was because I was a salaried manager. And we all know salaried managers don't get overtime. And when they promise you bonuses and you hit the numbers to get bonuses and then they change how you get it is because, oh, your whole operating group didn't maintain these stats. Then you're like, what does that have to do with me? You got to make up for the difference somehow. So Uber was my way to do that. And then um, once I found out that I could make really good money doing it um, and not have a boss, I just transitioned out of it. Um, And then I got pulled back into the corporate world. Um, with the customer that we serviced and um, found out it's not just the company I had worked for that does that kind of thing to you. So um, went back into full-time, been full-time since uh, 2019, right about um, six months before the pandemic started, all the way through the pandemic till now. So um, the reason why is because of the flexibility um, the earning ability in our market. And um, yeah, I am grateful for the apps, but that doesn't mean they get a pass from me on how well they treat the contractors and how they violate our rights a lot. Um, just my opinions on that. But yeah. uh, I still do appreciate the opportunity that's afforded to me. Um, Lisa, why did you get in? <laughs> <laughs> well, For me, obviously, my main role is being mom and homeschooling our children. Um, And that's been my role for a really long time because our oldest is going to be 16 in November. Um, My employment history is very spotty at best. I uh, graduated from high school, like just barely. So that's my education level. And me trying to contribute financially to the house while still maintaining the uh, lifestyle of being able to homeschool our kids, I cannot find a normal job that would pay me as much as these gig apps do that also give me the flexibility that I need. Because, you know, um, you know, Tony would be like, are you going to go work today? And I'm like, no, this kid is sick or no, because this child didn't finish their homeschool and I got to make sure they don't fall behind. But if you called into work and was like, hey, my kid is sick, they're going to be like, well, figure it out. You know, or I can't come in because my kid is didn't finish their math. They're going to be like, really? That's your excuse? Like, no. So. I mean, the gig apps just really, for me, afford a lot of flexibility and freedom. And I can still contribute to the finances, which is a big deal to me because he works a lot. And I don't want it to be where it's just me raising the kids. Like, I want him involved in their life. And he is very involved in their life because of what the gig economy has done for us. 
Cool. I mean, I think, you know, you guys summed it up pretty well. It's it's uh, different strokes for different folks, but yeah. but if it fits your bill, you know, no. I, I give you guys again a hand. Honestly, it's, it's impossible. To me, it seems like from the outside, impossible. Yeah. This is only a couple. And they're I, only I, four I, and one. Four you guys... one. So they're they're coming <laughs> up. But, yeah. Um, now, the, the, before, before we move on to our other stuff, the, the one last question I have for you guys, because, you know, some people might be watching, whether they have kids or not, uh, especially homeschooling. What does your typical schedule look like for both of you? Like, how does like when do you plan on going out? When do you come back? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how, how does that play into effect when you guys go out and all that? Right. Um, go out, and make money, homeschool your kids. You know, be part of all that. Uh, what's that look like? All right. So, um, just to real quick finish off the last question is um, Plan B's um, Turo is something I'm working on getting some cars on um, YouTube um amazon affiliates um a second channel so those are my plan b's for the moment and then i do have a pretty good resume for management so if i do need yeah. a w-2 i could probably get a job and then my schedule currently is seven days a week um until i hit 400 dollars each day um, with wednesdays 100 percent off where i can be available well we've got a coffee in Colorado show on Wednesdays, but outside of that, no gig apps um, where I'm available for the kids, um, both spending time with them or helping them with something that they're struggling with in math or science or something like that. And then Lisa. So typically my schedule is the weekends. Like I drive Friday night, all day Saturday, unless we have some like soccer game or something going on. And then part of Sunday. Right. Um, but we're actually going to be kind of transitioning our schedule. Yep. Um, I just got a Tesla rented to me. Second Tesla. Um, and so the plan is for us to go basically do full-time hours, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the other four days of the week, both of us be home with the kids. And right. I'll be doing rideshare and food delivery as well. That's awesome. And we're going to have a Thursday night dash Dashing oh, yes. date night, night dash off. Dashing, dashing, date, night. dashing yes. date night dash off. So whoever loses dash. is going to have some sort of punishment. We don't know, but you know, Whoa. we we share the bank account, so the loser or the winner is still paying for the date. But <laughs> yeah. the winner gets to pick what we do. Yeah. Nice. No, awesome. Yeah, I mean, thank you. Seriously, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Um, I know a lot of people are impatient, probably saying, "What does that have to do with the ride share?" But hey, <laughs> this is. This is what the gig economy right. will give people or, you know, the, the chance for to work towards their plan B, you know, the flexibility mm -hmm. at some, you know, Lisa almost sounded like an Uber commercial there. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, but I mean, you know I'm what? not like Tony says, like, I'm not a huge fan of how they treat us. I'm not a huge fan yeah. of some of the manipulation tactics they use yeah. to make mm -hmm. us take orders or take rides. But. I can't, it can't be beat for the lifestyle yeah. that I want. And the way so, I drive is I make so yeah. sure that Uber, definitely at least Uber, because I can, I can utilize their programs that they give to us to make sure that they lose money every time I drive. <laughs> well, you know, That's you what it is, you know, show me the money yeah. club. But the other thing yeah. too is, you know, if, as Sergio said, you're like, oh, what does that have to do with rideshare? Look. It might say the rideshare guy, but that was also started how many years ago when rideshare yeah. was king and food delivery really hasn't even yeah. been taken off at that point. You know, the gig economy 
has evolved. So it encompasses so much more than just rideshare and, and even food delivery. There's so much yeah. last mile. There's so many, you know, task rabbit, all these different things that you can do. Even you can include like Fiverr in there. Uh, so yeah. there's so many different things there. Uh, yeah. But one of the things when we say maximize your earnings, multi-apping. So if yeah. you don't have just Uber and Lyft, you know, adding DoorDash like you did uh, during the downtimes when Uber and Lyft is not busy, uh, you know, using that, to your advantage to actually go out there and make money and being smart about it. But so yeah, it, it actually includes so many different things to, to the audience who's listening. It's like, Oh, what's that? Why are you talking about that? <laughs> well, and no, it's our why, you know, everybody has their why you just asked us what our why is. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, no, but I mean, I, I think, I think there are certainly many positives in the gig economy and you two are an example of it. And I think I don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you guys had, both W-2 jobs. I don't think this would be happening. Homeschooling wouldn't be happening. None of this would be happening. So, no. so you know, you're taking advantage of an opportunity that's given to you, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I applaud you for it. So now, if you guys want to hang out, hang out. Let's get into the song and dance part of the show. Or do you have anything else going on? Or, or Well, actually, you know? be, before, um, are there any other apps you do besides DoorDash, Uber, and Lyft? Um I do. I have Spark and Shipped available, and then I, the other ones I do have, I don't use them, so I don't really talk about them. I think I have Veho. She has Amazon Flex, yeah. which I don't use. No. Okay, so okay. Th those are the three primary ones that you use. Yeah, those are the main ones. Spark was good for a while here in Denver. It could be good once you know they fire some drivers and they offer the incentives that make up for the no tip mm -hmm. orders and then. You just have to play the game with them, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, can hey, I just uh, address saw, saw this that. comment? Yeah. 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 So my my email address is thedrivenmom at iCloud.com. If you want to contact me, I will just email me there, thedrivenmom at iCloud.com. Hi, Spy. Another panelist for you, it looks like here. There right. you go. And it's like um, the.drivenmom on um Instagram. Oh yeah, so on Instagram. DM, if you want you to can, like DM you, me, it would be the period driven mom. But that's yeah, that's my we, email address. Yeah, and then cool. also we have both your channels in the link, uh, links in the description. So if anybody wants to head over, uh, so yes, please information subscribe. There, uh, that might be another way. I'm not sure if it is though, but um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean subscribe and, and and I don't I don't recommend too many channels, but I you know because. They're competing with us, but that's not the issue. The issue is they're such a wonderful couple doing great things. And and you know what? It's like here. No BS zone over there. You know what I'm saying? There is none of this drama, none of this tiz, tizzy, whatever they throw, you know, each other. I'm like, come on, man. I think sometimes it. people just delivery man. <laughs> I think sometimes people try to drag us into drama, but like no, I'm, I'm glad it's, you did that. It's part of being a content creator, but you know, like I don't know. I, yeah. I don't want to battle anybody. I'm not a battle star or none of that. Um, I just want to give objective. My whole purpose of starting my channel is to be an objective person that people can learn from. And if they vibe with me, they can ride with me, you know? So that's yep. it. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, thanks again for showing up. I'm sure I'll yeah. be in touch with you guys for the rest of uh, the gig economy existence. <laughs> because <laughs> You know, we all kind of depend on these things, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, so, um, should we start with the uh, should we are we gonna all instead of ride share guy? I'm gonna wear an 
Uber Uber shirt next week. <laughs> <laughs> on an Uber cap, you know. Right. Open the, open the door on an Uber X for a three dollars and twenty three cent. Because that's what an employee does, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the yeah, you government. Got, you gotta get the, the Uber polo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uniform. You, to, you probably, I probably have to buy my own polo <laughs> as opposed to given to me. You know. I guess depending on the state, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. In this state, you know. <laughs> Colorado will make them buy it for you. Probably. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So there was major news today, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Uber and Lyft. In aggregate, lost ten billion with a B market capitalization in the stock market today, because good old Biden uh, administration decided. Well, actually, this started like maybe a couple of weeks ago. There were kind of hints of this happening. We did a video on the FTC investigating these companies, which truly, for rideshare world or gig world, went viral anyway. And then, sure enough, here comes the hammer. <laughs> that was the. That was a little jab, and he comes the left hook now. So Uber and Lyft are like railing on the under. They're on the ropes now. So they go like, "What's going on? We just lost ten billion in market cap." I'm sure DK was not happy with the stock options, but hey, man, it's what it is. So um, uh, our labor secretary. Um, this is from April 29, but the breaking news mm-hmm. um, was yeah, today. Yeah, Marty Walsh, Irish immigrant son, and he's very union pro union pro-worker, pro-labor. And, you know, a lot of people were wondering why this hasn't happened already with the Biden administration, you know. And now it's happening, people. Now mm-hmm. the government is bringing... Actually, the the rules of the engagement are going to come out on Thursday, and there's a 45-day comment period. And after that, if this becomes rule or law, Uber and Lyft uh, are in a little uh, toaster over there. So, and Grubhub and DoorDash and most all gig economy companies. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so the, the idea is that most, not most, all gig workers who are at the moment independent contractors are going to be treated as employees. And today, this is today's headline. New Biden labor rule would make some contractors employees. Now, they say some, but uh, if you read into it, it's not some. It's pretty much everyone. And mm-hmm. we went through this in California. I have experience with it for nine months. We were employees, supposedly. They, you know, And then they passed Prop 22. They overrode it. But then Prop 22 got kicked out on, out of court. So I'm like, I don't know what's happening now. But today was not a good day for Uber and Lyft. And as it says, Uber and Lyft plunge as Biden proposal may cause gig workers to become full-time employees. Yep. I, you know, Chris, why don't you talk about next week's show that directly is kind of attached to the subject, really, right? And we we, we, we didn't know this was coming up. We didn't have inside info. If we did, no, I would have shorted Uber and Lyft like heck yesterday. <laughs> but what happens now is that next week, we had already scheduled this couple, three weeks ago. And the show is going to be a, a ridiculous show now coming up just for the fact that this broke out today. Yeah, so we have we have two uh, different people coming on, or two groups of people. We have the um, article who wrote that article saying that uh, drivers are making $6.20, so they're going to have the rebuttal on that. Uh, and, you know, RDU, Rideshare Drivers United, uh, they're going to be talking and RDU essentially wants drivers to be employees, but is there a better model out there? And so the follow-up to that later in the episode, later in the show, 
uh, we're going to have a driver from Seattle come on. So Seattle, if you're not familiar, and Washington State has a law on the books on, you know, Uber and Lyft drivers, uh, basically, you know, I'm not, I don't remember what the exact uh, uh, mile per uh, mileage rate is, their time rate, but it's like a dollar and a half per mile and then like 38 cents per minute or something. Yeah, so I'm really so getting, number, but yeah. yeah, they're getting compensated very well, but there's a lot of things as well going in with it, meaning the, uh, if you get deactivated uh, and you want to appeal that, there's actually an appeal process that you can do where a third party will look at it uh, and say, is this a just deactivation or an unjust deactivation? And if they're found to be unjustly deactivated, not only will they be reactivated, and be able to drive on that particular platform, but they're also yeah. going to get back pay. Uh, so yeah. if you are off the platform for, say, five months, you get five months worth of back pay. Um, so we're going to have a big breakdown of what Seattle and the Washington State Uber and Lyft drivers, and I think it, it covers, uh, uh, I think it's rideshare, right? It's not food delivery as well. Um, no, it's, it's, no it's, just right, it's, it's only right here at the moment. But, you know, this subject has been going around forever since these two companies showed up, right? There's a mm -hmm. group that wants everyone to have the rights of employees and be treated like employees because, you know, sometimes, honestly, I personally, when I drive, I feel like I am their employee. The way they treat you when you cancel a few rides, they make you do certain things. You know, it doesn't seem like I'm being treated as an independent contractor, but... I have a very, very high suspicion that these companies already knew this was coming, right? And to me now, this, this clarifies the picture a little bit, is that the reason they are unleashing upfront destination of the passenger was exactly due to what's about to come, right? They get inside info way before we do, obviously. And they mm -hmm. knew something like this was about to fall on their head. The building was about to fall on their head and they go... Well, let's make these people, drivers, look like some sort of independent contractors. We give them the rights. They decline all the trips they want. We give them upfront destination, all this stuff. I go, yeah, great. Now add to that. Let me name my own price for the trip. And then I'm a happy mm -hmm. independent contractor. Here we go. And bring right? back so the multiplier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So to me, it's like, um, uh, actually, you know what? I don't know how many we have on live now. But let's do our like own little quick... Uh, um survey like how many people watching including ourselves want to be independent contractors thumbs up for independent contractor thumbs down for employee so what do you want so if if you want to be an independent contractor do thumbs up if you want to be an an employee of these companies do thumbs down yeah but what do you so you got thumbs up yeah i got thumbs up tony got thumbs up lisa got thumbs up you're sideways okay. sideways because, because the current model does not work. It needs to be fixed. Okay. Now, is Washington, is Seattle, are they the best option? Or is it something that needs to be where, like you said, name your own rates, um, something where it actually gives you independent contractor versus employee, like a clear, you are an independent contractor, not just a company saying you are. Now, I mean, both both Driven Dad and Moms came on and said uh, that it works for them. They're making money. And, and yes, that's great. But the thing is, there's other people out there who, you know, they're, they're what, what was the term yes, last week? Um, for Micah. 
from Micah, yeah. Yeah, from Micah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you, you have all, all, all these things where, you know, the guiding hand, the gamification, yeah. you know, the, the manipulation tactics, they have all of these things. And then they, they, they're very one-sided. There, there's a lot of issues I have when it comes to it. So it's, they, they want you to be classified as independent contractor. So then they can continue as is unless yeah. they're, unless they're actually forced to, to change. And I don't really want forced change because, you know, these laws that come on the books, like this training mandate with California drivers, you know, you have to learn how to take unaccompanied minors, but it's like you're not supposed to take unaccompanied minors because it's against Uber and list policy. So, yeah, I mean, you know what, though, but but, you know, I think next week is going to be a wonderful, wonderful show just for the fact that you have one side that clearly wants everybody to be employees. And then you have something that the government still, I mean, I don't want the government to get involved. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But at some point, maybe this, their involvement may bring great changes like it happened in Washington state. Now I'm not saying everything is great in Washington state. Everybody has their own opinions. And then, you know, maybe they can tell us about what's so wonderful about being an employee of these companies. And then the other side will say, what's so wonderful about staying IC and have a, you know, huge uh, increase. So I think, I don't think I've seen one thumb down yet. I think all, everybody is putting thumbs up, meaning they want to stay independent contractors. But if you want to stay independent contractors, are you happy the way you're treated? And are you happy with the money you're making? I don't think it is because we do videos constantly and God knows, man, 99.9% are negative commentary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. you guys are complaining and bitching and moaning, but then you still want to stay independent contractors. How is that going to work out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, can I, can I make a comment? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. I think for me, it's, yes, I want this. Um, oh my gosh. You want to. To remain an independent contractor. I want to remain an independent contractor just because, like, I know that the uh, benefits that come with um, being an employee means that I get my freedoms taken away of okay. being an independent contractor. Okay. Like, I need that flexibility. I need the freedom to be able to work when I want to work. Yep. So if that means that I don't have, like... Uh, health insurance or workers comp or whatever yeah then to I me that's it's it out the benefits outweigh the cost to me well it seems like there are like six seven million people who do gig work in this country currently who want to remain i mean like we do our own surveys 80 percent literally say they want to remain independent contractors there's a 20 percent mm-hmm. group that you know so next week we're going to find out how they come up with these deductions that they did because they admitted that on average uh, for that one month that the survey was for, drivers made 26 bucks, and they took it down to $6.20. I don't know how they came up with uh, $20 in expenses. Now, actually, you know, that's a good thing that you said, Lisa. I have a question for you. You guys have five kids. You guys are fairly young, obviously. Um, how do you handle your health insurance issues? Like all that's, you know, all that has to get deducted. Like, because if you want to stay independent contractor and make 25 bucks an hour, or 30 bucks an hour, but in Tony's case, he's making 70 bucks an hour on rideshare. Not everybody is like that. A lot of cities, a lot of you know, smaller cities, drivers are making 16, 12, 14, 18 dollars an hour. If they remain independent contractors, with the power these companies have, they they, they do what they do with the rates, especially cutting the you know base rates to pennies a mile, and they keep cutting your your income. How do you pay for everything, including your car expenses, your health insurance? 
you know, all these things that, that an employee rights may give you. So, you know, I, I think like, how do you guys handle that? I mean, I know you make more money than average driver, but then if you talk to a driver, you know, like I talked to a lot of drivers in Tampa, San Antonio, they're making no money. They're making 12, 14, 18, 20 bucks an hour. If you take all your expenses, you know, you may get down to five, six bucks an hour. Well, I don't know how it is in everybody else's um, states, right? but you know, when you are on your own, you go through in Colorado, you go through the um, health portal yeah. where you can sign up for different insurance per providers. Um, the marketplace, I think is what they call it out here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we just go through that and um, based on your income and your um, amount of dependents, et cetera, they either give you um, no discounts or some discounts or a lot of discounts. So okay. um, for us, it's just we get a significant amount of discounts just because the amount of kids we have. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I you know, I, which I is not it. normal for a lot of people. So well, no, I, I understand you're a special case, but in general, right, in general, being an Uber driver or a delivery person in this country is not a profitable endeavor. I'm saying this right. outright. OK, so not everybody is swimming in cash, unlike all the and passengers think we are. But a lot of people in the gig economy in general, whether it's Uber or DoorDash or Instacart, like the, all three main categories uh, or I guess four because courier do yeah. it part time to supplement their W2 yes. where they yes. do get their benefits from. Yes. So that's I think probably why a lot of people don't want to in addition to having a job have a second job. I agree with you 100%. And you know what? In the 20-80-20 rule applies in the in the delivery well not as much delivery but in the rideshare world. I mean, rideshare is a lot bigger than delivery at the moment. But during the pandemic actually they were 50-50 but now rideshare is in the lead again. So to me you know, there is a 20% full-time uh, drivers out there that have been on the system for years, and this is their livelihood, right? And if you're driving 40, 50, 60 hours a week, I think you should really look into the point of them being employees. But definitely, you should not be given employee rights if you're driving four hours a weekend or whatever to make some, you know, extra bucks to pay for some additional vacation or something you're going to buy. But I think there has to be some distinction between full-timers and super part-timers or part-timers because those full-timers are definitely, definitely losing out. I, I agree with one thing that RDU says. Full, and those those are the people who are doing 80% of the trips. 20% full-timers are doing 80% of the trips. Mm -hmm. But we're going to have a nice, clean discussion next week, and we're not going to settle anything. I'm sure they're going to sell their idea. But um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be super, super interesting. So, yeah. so we agree. None of us want to, be, except Chris. Chris went the Switzerland way. No, no. Side. Look, look. I went sideways. Rather remain sideways. Who goes sideways? <laughs> because there's a better option. I think. I don't think the way yeah, think it currently really is right. set up is the best option, nor an employee. Um, yeah, I, so the, I, I, I always have said there's, there's a way better option out there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I it, it's a way where everybody yeah. has to kind of come to work together. And, yeah. and at that point, everybody could win. You could have the, yeah. the companies win. You could have the, the gig worker themselves win. And you can yeah. even have the, the client or the customer win. Um, so <laughs> it's just a matter of, of coming together and actually working together to make it better. Um, I agree with you know I agree with you. I spoke to the Seattle driver for over an hour the other day and mm -hmm. convinced him to come on the show. 
at the same week as RDU is coming. It's not going to be a debate, but what from everything he said, honestly, I did not find one negative thing about it. So I don't know. Maybe I'm too naive. An hour and a half of conversation, but I also read the law. I read the, I read everything I could get my hands on about what's happening in Washington State. And their fares are going to be adjusted upwards because of inflation this year. They're getting a 7% increase, exactly the same as. So Seattle is going to go to like buck 65 ish per mile and about 55 cents a minute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and all the other cities in Washington state are going up commensurately. So to me, it's like I didn't find anything negative in what he said. Maybe some people don't like that. Maybe for each state, you know, cost of living is different in each state. Maybe each state should sit down with these companies and come up with their own rates and rules and regulations as opposed to have the federal government pound these guys into oblivion because look, if they shut these companies down, seven, eight, ten million people are going to lose their livelihoods. I mean, that's that's a fact, and it's no BS, right? So I'm like, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. So, but we All don't right. want to be employees, okay? Okay, Mr. Biden. No, we don't want to be definitely employees. not. <laughs> uh, I'm right. Th- I, I don't want to. Like, I enjoy being able to go out when I need to, when I want to. Um, <laughs> not having a schedule, not, not being stuck on a particular app over another. Uh, you know, those types of things, absolutely. But you know, again, yeah. some of the tactics that they're using, um, yeah, things true. like that. It's just, it's, I, I don't appreciate. Uh, but I want to wear my, I want to wear my pink lift polo, man. <laughs> well, I, I don't actually, know. I, I think lift shirt somewhere. <laughs> I think it's a uh, topic, right? The um, yeah. DoorDash one. The, yeah, coming up. All right. Yeah. So yep. that, that one right there is my opinion of how employment would be for, um, how they value All right. their time. Let's do that next, Chris. Let's do oh, the right. dash the dashathon. This one. <laughs> I mean, you know what? This is like this blew my mind. The math, in fact, blew my mind. <laughs> oh my god, we'll yeah. Who we'll figured this so, shit out? Oh <laughs> yeah, I Sergio, know. you lasted one hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay, okay. It's okay. That's just, it's okay. <laughs> S is not a bad word in my household. <laughs> um, I was just teasing you. No, no, no. But, but okay. So, so I got this. Um, you sent me this, Chris. So yeah. and, break it down, um, man. If Pedro down. is still, if, if if people are watching this right now or listening, uh, we're talking about DoorDash's testing uh, this time earnings mode or earn by time. Uh, so it's essentially, as you can see or listening, it says. Let's assume the actively hour guarantee for earn by time. And again, this is active hour. This is an online hour. Uh, yeah. In your city is 14 per hour. So you choose to earn by time and begin your dash. After a few minutes of waiting, you're offered and uh, accept an order. You drive 10 minutes to the restaurant. You wait five minutes, blah, blah, blah. You know, you get the time. It's 30 minutes active, uh, which includes. So you're going to make $7 for that. Um <laughs> But uh, you're getting plus tips. But here's the thing. So look, if, if you look in the left, how it works, you cho- choose that time, you dash and complete it, and you can still earn more uh, by getting tipped. And then mm. here, here, here's the little, the little kicker, though. Um, you have to accept, or you can only decline, I think, one per hour. Yeah. And... Uh, so you can't cherry pick, and if you do, you go back to the, back to the original. So, yeah. right. um, you go back yeah. to your uh, whatever it is, right? 
yeah but you know you know the language video on this so if you want to check that out uh go yeah. back and check it out because he does a full breakdown on it but uh we're going to obviously talk about this because um See, but then but then there's on that small print right on the bottom there to the left of the screenshot look at this language okay if anybody i, I have, i'm pretty good at english if you read that it says earn at least $14 an hour in DoorDash pay from when you accept an order to when you drop it off. Customer tips are additional. Forget the customer tips. We know customer tips are additional. But <laughs> when you read that, does that sound like you're going to make $14 an hour for each active minute you're in? Because if you take 14 divided by 60, that's 23 cents a minute. So for each minute that you're active, they're paying you 23 cents. Now, when I re read that, I figured, okay, that's not bad. $14 an hour, guaranteed almost. It sounds like a guarantee to me because it says earn at least 14 Then I looked at the right side in their example. It says for the active hour. So if I just got one single order for that hour and it took me that half hour in their example and I got paid seven, where did the 14 go? So there was no guarantee. There was nothing in there. So I just made seven bucks and hope to God that somebody tipped generously. So to me, this is more false advertising when it comes to these companies. Seriously. I mean, you know, I, I think I think this is so horrible that if anybody reads this and doesn't understand the ramifications of accepting a three dollar order and, and say thinking that they're going to get 14, it's all going to add up to 14. It, it, they're dreaming. It's not. Actually, if you work for half an hour, you're going to get seven. If you work for 15 minutes, you're going to get three and a half. I go mm -hmm. like, what kind of BS is this, Tony? Tell me about this. Are you going to go for this program, my man? Um, no. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, what if you only get one order and it's a yeah. 250 order and then yeah. a whole hour went by till you get your next order? Yeah. And then all of the people that are cherry picking, including the top dashers, once they've made it out of hell week, cherry picking, yeah. what do you think you're going to be getting? You're going to be getting all the leftovers sent to you because you can only decline one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you said something that, you know, this is what employment model is going to look like. So expand on yeah. that a little bit. So um, let's just say that in theory, you could actually make $14 a real hour. Yep. Is that really what we're worth as gig workers like 14 dollars absolutely not absolutely. i mean i accepted everything for 100 orders in a row and made 21 dollars active hour and maybe like 18 dollars yep. and that was really tough for me to swallow that pill yeah absolutely <laughs> and but this is so well, deceptive to me this is so deceptive you oh, know what for i mean sure. but not i mean only this, that, is, this is bullshit god dang it <laughs> well, hold, hold on. There, there's two things I want to say. First off, like when you look at something like this and you say, yeah, you can make $14 an hour. I can go to McDonald's. I can yeah. go 15, 16, <laughs> 17 an hour. I'm not yeah. putting the miles on my car. I'm not, you know, there's no other expense for me to go there and make that money yeah. except for the taxes and that that might be coming out and right. the schedule. And they give you benefits follow. in Colorado. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of places do. I think they do in New York now, too. But the whole thing is, is like you're getting $14 an hour, but now you have to pay all your expenses on top of that. So that means all your car, your maintenance, the mileage, the gas or charging, depending on what kind of car you have uh, on top of, you know, trying to take that money home 
to pay for bills, to pay for rent or a mortgage or whatever it might be. So, yeah, that is, is to me, absurd. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it's I think it's deceptive at best and false advertising. And to me, it's like if you read this, you look like, oh, I'm going to make 14 bucks plus tips. Hey, pretty good. Uh, no, you're not making 14 bucks. You're you're maybe making three and a half and hope to God that there is a tip in there. But mm -hmm. so I think I, I don't think this is going to be a choice for a lot of people. But then again, if in your city, you know, it, it may work out for you. I don't know. And yeah. and this is the way they want you to pick up all those three and a half orders. So if you do three, four, three and a half dollar orders, that's exactly 14 bucks. And you're active the whole hour and then take your expenses out of that. Then you, where are you? I don't even know. You're at actually the RDU level, $6.20 an hour. So to me, it's like, no, this is not good. So that's, uh, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you know what the, the one thing though, is you, whoever, whoever is the, the shit polisher at these companies, <laughs> I can only imagine how much they, I mean, you can, you can sit there and you can polish shit until it, it looks like pristine, but you know what? Here's the thing. We all see it's crap. We all know it is. And the, the way they, they spin these things. Oh my God. I, I, I want to talk to, I just want to sit down and talk to some of these people. Like, yeah. no, but you know what? They, they know, but, but Chris, they know that most of the drivers um, don't even think for themselves, let alone do a spreadsheet of their profitability. They don't do anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know this from our, from our own surveys. And you know, this is, this is for people to fall into a trap and then, and then they, once they figure out they only made six, seven bucks because they were active half the time. And then they go, Oh no, what did I do? But then in the same time, DoorDash got picked up a whole bunch of trash orders. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. I'm, yeah. so now for everybody who's watching, who might do DoorDash for everybody, uh, for you guys, uh, let's do the thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up for earn by order, thumbs down for earn by pay. Uh, or I mean for er, earn by, uh, hour thumbs down, earn by hour, uh, earn by, uh, order is thumbs up so three two one yep <laughs> right there everybody is in agreement. uh okay. you'd rather be paid yeah, by the I order know. um chat's gonna take a little bit to get through but we want to know I, what you guys think too DoorDash, i just good luck. think good luck, this DoorDash. is a manipulation tactic for yep. the new drivers that they're onboarding yep. that are uneducated and don't understand how the app works like with their ratings and everything People think that you have to accept everything to be able mm -hmm. to not get fired. Yep. And it's like, you don't have to accept everything, but yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, I think this is bad, but you know, we'll see, we'll see how many people fall into their trap on this one. And then there'll be another trap next month. You know, every, there's always, there's top dash your trap. There's this trap. There's that trap. They're just going to keep setting up traps. But oh, yeah. so there was one comment, well, you know what, let's hit the search thing next because there was one comment I read. Yeah, There's we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But oh, the the, th the other thing too is, you know, some of the things that DoorDash is testing, um, it's it's pretty much designed just to to, to run off of acceptance rate, like to accept yeah. everything to make you that yeah. for Micah out there. Um, I don't know if you guys are seeing this as well too, uh, where it's it's putting so much emphasis on your acceptance rate and having to accept these these orders and very little in terms of of being able to say no to a particular order the way that they're setting these things up yeah yeah and you know don't fall for it people it's garbage <laughs> it's trash don't worry yeah. about it it is just forget about it just cherry pick that's it yeah you know not only into our three p's that we talk about but the other thing is you know 
the ability to re to remember that you don't have to accept everything that is offered to you. Only take the things that are going to make you profit. So, yeah. so add another P. Pick cherries. <laughs> there, yeah, you go. there you go. There you go. There, there you go. go. Now we got four P's. We got to update that video. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Tony. There you go. All right. Okay. So yes, yeah. let's move on to surge then. Um, did okay. they? Did Uber finally fix surge? All right, so this is, again, please, no hate mail on this one. This is me, LA, my screenshots. Now, the one on the left happens quite a bit still. You know, it's called kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, you'll be in the middle of the Red Sea, and then suddenly the Red Sea will depart or spread, up, Island. spread apart, and then I clean up all the surge around me. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's okay, I and mean, I'm not going to talk too much about that. What I want to talk about is that we did like a couple of videos. We talked about it in, in length about the surge baiting thing, right? So I would have my app off like it is on the left screenshot. And then as the second I turn my app on, first of all, the colors would go from blood red to some pale orange. Well, um, it's not happening anymore in LA. So whenever I turn my app on, everything is staying the same. Now, I need comments or we're going to do a video, I'm sure, about this one. Please comment if this has stopped in your city because, um, okay, we talked to Uber. <laughs> Uber came back saying that it was a glitch. I go, my, you know what glitch? Because, <laughs> yeah. because it was a, it was a four-year-long glitch, Uber. Yeah. <laughs> it's been going on for four years. Since they so, started the sticky surge. Yeah, yeah. Since the sticky, but it's not happening anymore, Tony. Is it happening in Denver? Um, you know what? I find that with my Android versus my iPhone, yeah. like there's a little bit more lag time on whatever server they run the Android app off of. Yeah. And maybe like the surge when I get there is a little bit lower or maybe a little bit higher than what yeah. I actually see. Yeah. But it's more on point with my Apple phone being yeah. real time. Well, it's not happening now. I mean, I tested this pretty much every half hour on the hour. After Uber said it was a glitch, we fixed it. I mean, the right map, the map in the middle, actually, which is 4.07 a.m. Uh, mm -hmm. taken, and the right one is also 4.07 a.m., right? So basically, exactly, within five seconds of each other, I took these screenshots. I turned the app on. If this was the case in the when we did the episode a couple of weeks ago, talked about surge baiting, where everybody goes to the surge, and when they turn the app on, surge disappears. Mm -hmm. It's exactly staying the same. And then I did another one in my neighborhood. This is Santa Monica. The next screenshot will show you guys that too, is that I had my app off. I was sitting at home, literally. I'm like right under the 12 out of 100. Um, again, 8.29 a.m., 8.29 a.m. Both screenshots taken simultaneously almost. I turned my app on. Um, nothing changed. Exactly to stay the same, which is shocking to me. So now maybe they fixed it. So what's happening in other cities? Please let me know uh, in emails or comments. Or and I zoomed in. I zoomed in, right? And again, my app is off. And I'm under actually at 350 and 9, between 350 and 9. That's my house. I turn my app on. They gave me 750, which is probably a lot higher than I thought it would be. Okay? And now I'm ready to go take a, take a trip with plus 750. But then if you look at all the little dots, red dots, nothing changed. Every number stayed exactly the same. So we're taking full credit for this one, drivers. We fixed it for you. There you go. After four years and 
some guy at Uber probably will watch the show and they go like, wait a minute, we're, they're busting us over here. So there you go. So to yep. me, it's not happening anymore. If it's happening to you guys, please let me know. Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. So no more search baiting. Yeah. And, and if you have screenshots or anything like that, please yeah. send them, uh, yeah, especially please. like these back and forths where, you know, you know, when you see, when you see it, when you first open up your app versus going online, you know, yeah. that's, that's one thing that you always saw, but then, you know, we were seeing videos that yeah. people are literally driving under a particular uh, number. It could be like $10, but it was only showing up $4 and 50 cents while yeah. they were driving underneath it. Yeah. Um, so I'll yeah. pay more attention because that does happen to me a lot. I'll pay yeah, more attention. Yeah, yeah, take some screenshots, send them to me, Tony, or do like a screen record, you know, for yeah. a minute. Because I'm telling you, I tested this. I have a thousand screenshots. It's not happening. So I'm going like, wonderful. We fixed something finally, maybe, yep. hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> well, we, we we will take try to take credit for it. But is it also some, somebody put in the comments uh, saying this could be part of like the FTC investigation? Um, which this would be part of of that. Um, it, it just seems like the the federal government's just cracking down on on these companies right now. Yeah, they are. And and so, you know, but if, if it works for our benefit, hey man, you know, <laughs> I mean, if we fix something or help fix something, great. Anyway, but yep. yeah, please let me know if surge baiting is still going on. Um, go ahead, next one. All right, where do you want to go? We want to talk anywhere about... you want to go. I think we got one left, right? Uh we got a we got. A, a couple of topics left so you know what let's uh, let's do i i think we can we can forego the the oh, that one yeah um you know i think let's just I, I think we know what's happening there right economy is hitting the tank or is gonna well, hit I the see. tank everybody yeah, says you yeah. know i like the line that says we're thinking we'll be in a recession like what yeah what there's no are thinking. you living in <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, we're in, in a recession yeah i think yeah. they're supposed to say depression not recession because we yeah. were in a recession. Oh, like, the, so they're saying we're going to get upgraded back to a recession. All right. yeah, 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 because they changed they changed the definitions. So, yeah. um, for for if you if you're going in the real world, not this upside down that we've been we've been living in for the last uh, year and a half, two years, uh, we're in a recession on the brink of a, you know, depression, uh, globally, not just something that's like oh, yeah. local, but. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of companies are saying that they're going to be doing layoffs. Uh, Facebook just said uh, last week we we heard twelve thousand uh, quiet layoffs. Uh, where are they going to go? I mean, yeah. you you say they're they're in IT, Sergio, and they're not yeah. going to come. But the problem is, this is you know I could just see Dara. Oh, we're going to get so much supply. Yeah. Um, so th this could be uh, could be something to watch out for. Um, yeah. Or you're going to, uh, you know, what was it, 07, 08 during the housing bubble market crash and all that. Uh, you <laughs> seeing, you know, 60, 70 year old people working at uh, Starbucks, working at McDonald's and, you know, they should be enjoying their 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 uh, retirement, things like that. But they can't retire because of what had happened. Yeah, you know, we're going to see that. Yeah, I mean, you know, when when 50% of CEOs say, you know, they're not just high-tech companies, they're just regular old companies in manufacturing or whatever they may be. And if they're going to lay people off, guess what? That's more competition for rideshare people. Um, uh, and, and you know, to me, it's like there are going to be more drivers, same pie or even a smaller pie shared by a lot more people. So I'm not looking forward to it, but hopefully it doesn't happen to the severity that I think is going to happen, but hopefully it won't. And then 
then Tony still can make his 73 bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. after cherry picking hours are added in is about $33 an hour. <laughs> yeah, well, 33 is still better than uh, standing around at somewhere right. for 18, 20 bucks an hour. You know what I'm saying? So, and then according to the article writers, I make six. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got a lot of deductions. You got five kids. You got a lot of deductions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, yeah, tough times may be ahead, but hey, man, you know uh, we'll see. Everybody's you never know. None of these people, first of all, if they knew what they were saying, they wouldn't be saying it. They would keep it to themselves. This is a secret, you know what I mean? Everybody has got an opinion, but obviously, whoever I talk to says the same thing. We're going to be in a recession in six months. Okay, well, we haven't had one for a while, so let's see what happens. <laughs> in six months, I think the bar will move. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna redefine what it means to be in a recession just to, to prolong it. So actually, yeah. maybe that word will not exist. Yeah, there won't be. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, but uh, competition is coming for you drivers, so watch yep. out. Uh, and then the other thing too is like, I mean, on the customer side of things. How much extra do you have to to spend for for your seven dollar coffee at Starbucks already? You're getting what eighteen, nineteen dollars you spend to to have that delivered. Yeah, that's going to be one of the first things to go. So you're going to see this this demand just drop. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be one of those things. Uh, just pay attention out there. Um, you know, hopefully you guys are not only working a couple apps or more, but you know, looking at Plan Bs. And uh, we're going to be talking about a side hustle coming up soon. This is another reason why we highlight side hustles on top of, you know, the show itself. Uh, so if you guys have uh, any interest or, you know, just inspiration. But we have one more topic before we get into that. And yeah. that is some more info on upfront fares. You know, we're yeah. following this very closely. We want to break it down quite a bit. Uh, so you guys know exactly what upfront fares is and the yeah. algorithm. Uh, yeah. I have a, a, a whole skit coming up soon um, when it comes to the machine learning algorithm. Uh, that when we actually do our full upfront fare, that's going to be one of the segments. Um, so you guys can see exactly what a machine learning algorithm is and how hopefully we could actually adjust it to what we want to see, not necessarily what the company wants to see, if it's yeah. truly a machine learning algorithm. Right. Uh, but <laughs> upfront yeah. earnings. I mean, this is this is like horrendous, right? I mean, well not in a sense that since upfront earnings showed up, you know, we interviewed the CEO of Uber and he clearly said there's going to be a rebalancing. So when they say those fancy words, rebalancing means you're getting paid less. Mm -hmm. However, now the, you know, every week I do like a statistical analysis of all my emails on what's the hottest subject this week or last week, the hottest subject was, a lot of passengers are becoming really, really smart now. So because, first of all, look at these two trips on the sides, okay? 143 miles for $113. Who the heck would do that? I wouldn't do it. And the one on the right, 175 miles. Most likely both of these are with a dead return. There is no return on these, no. probably. Is 152 bucks. So that's like 65, 70, 75 cents a mile. So nobody, and that's without figuring out the dead return, dead mile, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But now, because they said this, they said this clearly, we're going to pay you a little bit more on short to medium trips. We're going to pay you less on the long trips. Well, it seems like they're holding true to their word. However, however, this is the problem. 
the <clears throat> number one email I got, as many emails as I can remember getting, is that because a lot of passengers now are not getting picked up because drivers looking at this and they're declining these long trips. When they decline these long trips, what's happening is that the passengers are getting really smart. They're ordering another trip, getting in the car on a short trip, and then extending the trip, uh, changing the trip destination once they're in the car. And a lot of emails, I mean, tons of emails are telling me that when a passenger changes the destination or the duration of the trip that they're on, Uber is not adjusting upwards as they said they would. Because in their lingo, it says when the trip duration or distance changes by a lot. That was their word. I don't know what a lot <laughs> in Uberland, but in my world, it means 100 feet, bro. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. Because yeah. I need to get paid for that, right? So what would you guys do if you if a passenger got in the car? Let's say this chip on the right, 152 bucks with a 462 rating. First of all, you have no chances getting in my car with your rating, let alone that trip. But that's <laughs> okay. Let's say, yeah, let's say I pick you up, right? So this guy, let's say, orders a trip for four miles first because nobody is picking up his long trip, gets in, and then he changes to this destination. I say get out. First of all, I wouldn't do it. I would not. I would respectfully kick him out of the car. Mm -hmm. I will get a one star because it's a totally money losing trip. But this is what's happening. And a lot of people are emailing me saying that they're not Uber is not adjusting. Like the one guy said it, an accident happened. Uber system hadn't picked up and I was in the car stuck in traffic for an extra 30 minutes. Uber kept paid me whatever they showed me up front. They didn't adjust for those 30 minutes. This is a huge problem. Now, I've seen a couple of emails saying that they adjusted upwards in L.A. They're adjusting upwards. I'm kind of hoping that the algo is kind of getting settled in and they're going to adjust upwards because they took away the miles and minutes. There's no more miles and minutes when you have upfront fare. So what is the algo looking at and adjusting the trip upwards if there is no miles and minutes? How are they doing this, right? And then I got this screenshot from a viewer. This is hilarious. This is like funny, funnier than hell. Look at what happened here. $34.76. 34.76, right? And upfront fare on that was $35.12. Look at what Uber says to this guy. Your fare was lower this time because the actual drop-off was closer than the one your rider requested. So Uber is adjusting downward by about 35 cents. They took this guy's 35 cents, literally, right? But they're not adjusting up for a guy that's stuck in traffic for a half hour. How do you guys like that one, Tony? You like that one? You think Uber needs that 35 cents? Uh, no, absolutely not. They didn't give the customer 35 cents back. No, they didn't do that. And no, then I asked him, I actually emailed them back. I said, you know, did you really like this? He goes, no, Serge, it was a terminal. I dropped them off at the right terminal. It was a drop off at the airport. He goes, I dropped them off exactly where I'm supposed to. And Uber takes their 35 cents back. <laughs> See, so here's the thing. Here's the other thing. They're, they they say a lot or a little, but to them they don't define that because it's yeah, so open ended. But when it comes to a lot, they're 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 going to be vague. So yeah. if if the trip is a lot more than expected, well, how much more? Ten miles yeah. more? Fifteen miles? Twenty minutes? What? And then not only that, a little a little bit, you know what? What five feet? Yeah. 10 feet away so like if you if you're expected to go to a ho house number that's 33 and it yeah. goes up by twos on each side but you really drop them off at 31 or 29 are they going to dock you 35 cents that sounds like it's based on uh, a little bit more than that yeah i think I, I i i don't know i mean this is a huge issue chris i think 
mm-hmm. we need to we need to call Uber again this week. You know, we tried to fix the surge baiting thing. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, no, well, this, is, this is like, this is like is a big issue. Part. They're we, like, uh, we're, we're going to give them surge. We're going to make yeah. sure surge is fixed, but they're not yeah. going to notice these these uh, upfront fare drop offs, even though yeah. they're they're at the right pickup and the right drop off. Uh, yeah. We're just going to adjust it lower. Nobody's going to know. Yeah, we're still going to call you out on it. No, we're going to call you out on it because, you know, it's not the 35 cents. It's the, you know, if you're good enough, if your algo is good enough to figure out that I did not drop this gentleman or lady off at the right terminal, or maybe she said, oh, drop me off here instead of there. It's a couple hundred feet at the airport, right? So mm-hmm. Uber algo is good enough to, or the GPS signal is good enough to figure out that I drove, you know, maybe quarter mile less. But you can't figure out that I drove 30 more minutes on this trip and adjust upwards. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's like, hey, man, this is not kosher, so we need to get on this. Harry, are you still here? Of course you're not. Why would you be here? We need to call Uber again. Again, yeah. every week we need to call Uber. I go, hey, man, you got to fix this shit because, oh, God dang it. Yeah, and you know yeah. damn well that they did not refund that rider, that 30-something cents. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Whatever the 35 cents is to the driver is like triple whatever they charged the customer. So. Yeah. Sure, it yeah. would have to be refunded more than 35 cents to the passenger. Yeah. And, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this and shaking my head and scratching my head saying that you guys good enough to adjust down 35 cents. Maybe you should be good enough to adjust up half an hour on this guy when he was stuck in traffic. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then if yeah. you try a fare review or calling into support. No chance. Or, yeah. No it's chance. not going to work. Your fare is correct. Yep, your fare is correct. Have a nice Actually, day. let me take away 35 more cents. Yeah. Uh, and you, <laughs> yeah and, oh, I'm and sorry. You know, no, no, no. You, know, you get that, you get that sorry, green bar, right. Tony. <laughs> you get that green bar, right? It says resolved. <laughs> right. <laughs> resolved. You know, you know, when I want to piss off my wife, that's what I do. Like when we talk about something, I'll send her that screenshot of the green shot saying resolved. <laughs> <laughs> so shut it up right there. But yeah, I think, I think, uh, who do you call? Dara? Um, we can call Dara if you like. No, Dara is not involved in this. We know the head of mobility, um, and we we talked to. We're going to try to get him on our show. Actually, these are all the questions we're going to ask him. So we're playing the little dance here. Let's see if he's going to come on. You know, <laughs> you think he'll come on, Tony? I don't think so. He's you don't think he's so? afraid of you. <laughs> oh, like a, come on, man. Say something good. He's anyway, one of the so, questions that can't polish fully. He has somebody else who who pays that. Or uh, <laughs> yeah, whoever, whoever at Uber, whoever is watching right now, I know some, 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 uh, you know, whatever. A new kid is watching an Uber. Please go tell your boss. We want to talk to your boss. Okay. There you, go. Yeah. <laughs> you might get somebody, but it won't. Be I there. will get. Well, we will get somebody, but that somebody <laughs> has to be somebody <laughs> to, answer these yeah. questions, to answer these questions. But no, but Not this to... is huge. This is huge. Seriously, yeah. how many times does it happen that somebody gets in your car and adjusts the trip a few more miles? It happens quite often, actually. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not going to get paid for that, why am I doing it then? <laughs> yeah, then, you know I mean? then you know what? The contract states where you're picked up, where you're dropped off. Uh, yeah. You change that trip. I'm going back to the original drop-off place, dropping you off right there. You want another ride? You order another ride. Yeah, that's a one-star and deactivation for you, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, yeah. But, you know, that, that that's the whole it's thing. It's for too. the safety of my car. That's yep. right. So it doesn't die doing extra miles for no more. For money. the safety of my pocket, sir, you need yeah. to get the yep. F out of my car. <laughs> Speaking of Sergio, what is your gas price per gallon right now in LA? Still, buddy, six twenty the cheapest, five ninety nine to six twenty the cheapest. There are some people who are gouging at six sixty, six eighty. Nothing has changed. 
you know, war, we go up, uh, peace, we go up, and we just go up. <laughs> yeah, we go up, up, and up, and that's it. We're at six, ten, six. I paid six nineteen today, and I was very happy about it actually. Six nineteen. They paid three thirty six at the res. Oh man, happier there. <laughs> Every show I get slapped with this thing. I mean, no, you know what? When I moved to, uh, I think Jeff was here in South Carolina. It was two ninety nine. About yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's where I'm heading. So hopefully, yeah, seventy five. Yeah, you people, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait until they, wait until the government makes you all employees. Then we'll be all. Then they're gonna pay for your car. They're gonna have to give you a car to drive. Then a t-shirt, a cap, and uh, and gas, and all those expenses. You're gonna be. It's gonna be a yellow car with uh, black checkers. Is that called a cab? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> We're all cabs anyway, so now we're going to be legally cabs. We're all going to be employees of Uber with healthcare, with disability. Oh, yeah, right. And, you know, they did this program in New York because that's going to be my question to RDU. I go, do you know what's going to happen, by the way, when you all want get your wish? It's going to be uh, you cannot turn your app on anytime you want. It's, that's what they're doing in New York. You got to schedule just like, you know, your top dasher versus non-top dasher, right? You got to schedule this and that. They're going to truly give you... A schedule and this is your schedule buddy you're my mm -hmm. employee i'm paying for everything this is it you log on now you log off now yeah but see, the other thing is that that doesn't have to happen though they're so gung-ho right now on active time they could just continue active time and still allow me to go on any platform i want so if i want to go on uber lyft yeah. you know doordash uber eats you know whatever it might be um, yeah, and, time. When you become an employee, they pay you for watching Netflix in your car. That's what's going on. That's <laughs> deny, deny, deny. Oh, you're deny. fired. Damn it. <laughs> John, John, buddy. $5.99. Hold on one second, Tony. John, John Mikaelian is here. I met him actually the other day while we were both uh, not dashing. He was dashing. I was delivering. And uh, $5.99 at Devonshire on Balboa, John, actually. There you go. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Huge break. <laughs> Get a little less. <laughs> I was just gonna say I won't be watching Netflix. I'll be getting paid to do uh, my YouTube. I'll make my own Netflix. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, they're That's gonna pay you eighteen bucks plus sixty-two and a half cents a mile. You know what I mean? Because that's the expense. Because when you drive for a company as an employee, those are your expenses. So you know, maybe some people are happy with that. I guess I don't know. So but take you're definitely you're definitely gonna have a schedule. You're gonna have a schedule. Well, here's the thing. Take that $14 an hour plus whatever the article said that was $20.20 or whatever in terms of employee uh, thing. Now give me give me the plus of that. So I want $35 an hour. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I'll yeah, accept I'll, I'll, I'll accept and take everything. No, I, I want I want Tony $73 an hour, but yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. On active hour at night, I'm not gonna get there. You know, I can bust my chops or bust like my my best ride on there was an Uber X. It was like three a two minute and 30 second ride or something for like $30 is like $588 per hour. You had a $25 sticky on it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. you know, let me tell you something this weekend, Chris, I'm driving. I'm going to do 30 trips this weekend. All so right. if that sticky thing is fixed, the, the four year glitch or four year. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna, when I go out to, okay, it's three thirty nine. Let's see. Uh, when I go out to, um, I'm going to, Take a bunch of screenshots with the surge too if there's anything yeah yeah I, if it's working if it's sticky is really sticky you know what 
I'm gonna do a little search club. I want to do a little search hunting. I want to do a little bit of you know cherry picking. <laughs> yeah, no. I want to get my quest. You know what the quest was last week in LA, Tony? What? Seventy for three eighty. Wow. I wish we would go back down to like seventy and eighty, but like they're making us do ninety, and I just can't do that. <laughs> ninety wow. is too much. But seventy for three eighty. I know we zoom hit it. He did forty trips in one day and thirty in the next day. He did 40 <laughs> trips in one day, bro. Yeah. That's an animal. I'll oh, have to go downtown, and I don't like that. <laughs> we got a question for Sergio. Okay, Sergio, what is the furthest you will go to pick someone up in minutes? Five to six max in LA. That's it. Five. Uh, five to six. And not more than a mile and a half. That's it. Those are my rules. It's been my rules from 2016, and it stays like that today. Nice. Oh, that's it. That's in LA. In other places, it could be different. All right, well, let's yeah. move on to the uh, side hustle of the week that we want to highlight. Yes. So this hey, is... Uh, Lisa, have you heard about this company, Lisa? I Actually, I did, but I heard it on another gig workers like roundtable is how I heard about it. So There you go. So there's the Uber of laundry, people. This is... Okay, every week we're bringing some side hustle. There's some smart ass commenting. That's not a side hustle. I'm like, <laughs> why is that not a side hustle? Of course it's a side hustle. What does that mean? And then, you know, they always make fun of these other side hustles. I go, you make this kind of money, and then we'll be talking about it. But anyway, yeah, this company got $11 million in funding, by the way. Um, they're for real. In fact, they were doing much better, by the way, during the pandemic. I mean, m- much worse during the pandemic because everybody's at home washing their own stuff. Now mm-hmm. that the economy is open, people are going back to work. Well, there you go. You can make up to 2000 in a four-week period washing other people's dirty laundry. And it's all done by the app, just like the Uber thing. You know, there is, you know, you just pick up the laundry and then there is extra additional services you can charge for, you know. I mean, this is like the old Chinese fluff and fold laundry. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I might so, like, pick up the side hustle so I can put all that money into saving up to buy a laundromat. Yes. <laughs> yes. What a great. And then, and then you have everybody come there who is. Yeah. Then I'll uh, let everybody who does this side hustle use my app or my laundromat as an app. <laughs> wow, Tony. Talk about leveraging your, 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 your idea. Holy crap. That's wonderful. Seriously. You know what? That's amazing. So save enough money, buy a laundromat and have all these humpers. What are they called? They're called humpers? Hamp- Hamper. That's the Sergio being the teddy bear cuddled by. <laughs> okay, it wasn't intentional, so let's relax. So, uh, no, but what are they called, actually? Hampers. Hamper. No, I know. That's the company. Oh, washers. The people who do oh, it. Oh, washers. Washers? Yeah. Yes. Yep. The company's oh, washers. W A S H R S. So they, they said we're gonna we're gonna say screw the E. The E's out. You're that fired. Way, e. They can. Uh, they can That's why you're an independent contractor, not an employee, because they took out the E. Humpers. You know, it's not humpers, John. It's hampers. <laughs> hampers. And, 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 and humpers. Humpers are something different. Different than hampers. Here's here's the thing. You know. Uh, Again, we, we talked about um, what was it? Uh, a res- was it reseller or something? One one of the I don't remember. We we've done a few side gigs at this point, but people have been doing this type of side gig already, uh, where they have their own clientele. They'll wash the clothes, they'll fold, 
Um, you know, they, they work it out as a private uh, clientele basis. Call the housekeeper. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was well, thinking sort of, too. Sort of, but <laughs> like, they actually have. At least I would like to have one of those. <laughs> well, I mean. A PA, personal assistant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that just depends on where, but um, so I mean, like, instead of getting <laughs> 70%, you can get 100% by, you know, going out and doing doing it yourself. So it's it's just a matter of, you know, finding these things or what, what you enjoy. Uh, but yeah, again, side hustle, you can clean dirty clothes, dirty laundry. Yeah, dirty I'm agreeing laundry. with a lot of the comments over here. I would not do it because I don't want to deal with bed bugs, lice, yeah. uh, other unmentionables. Like, like, like Tony says, yeah, there you go. And I, and I have five kids. We literally, we will do like four loads of laundry a day. And if we don't do four loads of laundry a day, it like, it's mountains of laundry. That's the real reason why I want to buy a laundromat. (laughs) I can, you know what? I can imagine that. I can imagine that your laundry and your, your, I I don't know who, who does does the, Tony, do you do the folding bro or what? No, bro. I'm... We delegate. The kids do their laundry. Yes. The kids do yeah, the laundry. How, how's, how's the youngest? How old is the youngest kid? One. One. He's, he's already not, started. He's, on he's, the not, he's not folding anything. Okay. No. Bro. No. No. But so we have the age range for our kids. We have a six. almost sixteen-year-old, a fourteen-year-old, an eleven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. So the four-year-old and the one-year-old don't do a whole lot of chores. They make more chores for the other ones. Right. But, oh, yeah. the, but the older three, like, I'm pretty strict. They have, they have their they chore have the responsibilities. list that they have to get done. And if they don't get it done, they don't get rewarded. So. In, turn, in turn, they go hunting with dad. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, the, Tony, I'm going to answer your question. We're going to leave the air. Can you do private jobs in the U.S.? Yes. <laughs> And I, I ring you, you take me to the airport and I pay cash or Venmo or Zelle or PayPal, whatever you like, buddy. Are you in Granada Hills? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And just to be clear that we can do those as long as we have our own business. And it's not like they ordered the Uber, you cancel the Uber and then take them. Like that's yeah. going to hmm. no, get you in not, trouble. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, you have to be careful, obviously. Somebody, you know. Some of and... those people do that because they're like actually undercover trying to bust people yes taking taxi it's basically taking businesses from taxi is what it's trying to prevent it has yeah the the, you know pirate taxis but it has happened in lax quite a bit they used to run those sting operations Mm -hmm. when the the days the days that we can pick up there was no this you know not the la exit which is separate from the terminals now you know there used to be a lot of undercover cops you know um getting in your car, ordering a ride and start conversation saying that, you know, just uh, too much. Uber's charging me 120. Can you do this for 80 if I give you cash? And you say, yes, your car is gone, (laughs) (laughs) impounded, and you're you're like screwed for for a while. So, yeah, but you got to be careful. You can do it. I mean, come on, right? Uh, I mean, the rideshare guy actually did an interview with a company that has an application you could use for booking rides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we actually there is rids that i'm looking into now we'll see how that works because that's one of those companies that you basically schedule high-end cars high-end customers but you know it's been done before so um so yeah anything you guys want to add you lovely couple over there with five kids homeschooling bringing in the cash tony's bringing the cash now lisa is going to bring the cash she's got a tesla herself are you going to write you said you're going to do right here right yeah yeah Okay, be really careful. Do you have like uh, your packing or what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I carry tools for, for safety, yes. Safety tools okay, covered. Wonderful. 
Safety first. Okay. I, I can imagine looking at Tony, I'm sure your safety tools are all covered. So, um, but yeah, be careful out there. Be safe guys. We appreciate you coming on. Yes, you know, thank you. We'll, we'll definitely uh, be following you uh, obviously, but please people sub, sub subscribe to Lisa's channel and Lisa promised us that she's going to get a ladies panel for um, show me the money club. Yeah. And, uh, and we're going to well, do one. Before we wrap it up, I just want to say one last thing about the side hustle. Can I yeah. stack laundry loads from different people and then just go to a laundromat and then that's, just that's called hamper pool? Dump it in. <laughs> <laughs> if no. you get somebody yeah, else's yeah. underwear, that's yeah. not Lots my pool. <laughs> yeah, hamper pool, humper pool. They're not hamper. Pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We gotta have some fun, right? So anyway, yeah. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. And um, next week, please tune in. Today, please smash the like button. Last week, the algo liked it. We got up to like 90, 100 some, you know, views for a two-hour episode, which is like awesome. Um, yeah. Please smash the like button. Next week, we're going to have a good one. Now, the only thing is, Sergio, are we going to have a special Show Me the Money Club this week because of uh, the Thursday uh, labor law that's uh, or labor rule that they're putting out? Well, I'm going to read what's coming out, so I got to spend a couple hours before RDU comes on. But you know what? I'm going to add a joke. I'm going to make myself an Uber hat and come on the show with the Uber hat <laughs> as an employee. If I can find my lift shirt, it might be packed away in storage yeah. right and now. You wear your lift shirt. lift shirt. I wear my Uber hat. You wear, wear your lift I'll shirt. I'll wear my lift jacket you know, uh, well, that I have because I have one of those. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I definitely don't want to be an employee of these people. I seriously don't. I mean... Same. Honestly, just give me the right to name my price. Let me go hungry for a couple of days and I'll adjust. And then show me the job. Tell me, you know, don't tell me what the price is. Let me call my shots, you know, and case case resolved. There is, you know, you guys are out of trouble. Yep. That's it. You know. Yeah, if we if we if we had to actually make it to what California had between AB5 and Prop 22, then name your price, multiplier surge. You know, yeah. pick up drop off location. I wouldn't mind that because I'd be running two x, two up, two and a half x, three x. I know, long. I know, but you know what the problem with that is? These companies already are not making money, and, and while they're making, they were just about to make money, and then this hammer dropped <laughs> on them. So, like, they were, they had just figured out this wonderful algo that adjusts <laughs> with seven million things in about a millisecond and spits out a price, right? Yeah. And yeah. then here comes the government. They go like, well, see, it. here's the thing. That that was the nickel and diming we talked about last week. So Maybe. hopefully nobody followed Sergio's possible financial advice. I'm telling you. I actually bought Uber today. I don't think nothing is going to come out of it. These companies have powerful lobbies, bro. Not, it's yeah. just a song and a dance. Nothing. I mean, nothing is going to come out of this. They're going to fight think, it. I think what you guys were talking about with the algorithm, that it's like, it's two different styles. It's, the learning algorithm, but only on the customer side. Yep. And then it's the teaching algorithm for the driver side, not a learning <laughs> algorithm on how what we'll yeah. accept, but a teach we'll teach you what to accept. Yep. Well, yeah, I tell you one thing. That. I, I I was I was uh, delivering and talking to John Michaelian, and then you know, um, I haven't taught the Uber Eats algorithm anything. Because they're still <laughs> sending me garbage. <laughs> they're still sending me these three. They're still orders. teaching you. They're like, you need more teaching. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a little Mexican standoff here. I go, no, no, <laughs> you have to send me fifteen dollar orders, and then it goes, no, 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 I'm gonna keep sending you three fifties. Up yours, Uber. No, no, no. 
you will you will become for micah <laughs> yeah so i don't know but uh, we'll see we'll see who's going to teach who <laughs> uh, James, James says, don't work Tuesday. Watch Sergio and Chris. Hey, you can hey, work. You can listen to You know, you can listen. You can watch whichever you want. So if you want to go out there and make bank, but Tuesdays are usually slower all, days for, for the majority of people. You know, uh, oh. <laughs> you know who You know who emailed me, actually texted me today? You remember Tony, our good old friend here in LA, Tony, right? For the last three months, I've been telling him, do not work on Tuesdays. It's called terrible Tuesdays because the business is horrible on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. So he's testing me. Every Tuesday he goes out and works. He goes, I will never do it again. <laughs> I'm like, I told you this three months ago. And today he tweets. He goes, I will never go against the master again. I will never work <laughs> Tuesdays again. And then here, James says, another great show. Thanks, guys. But uh, he said, don't work. You know, watch the show. Terrible Tuesdays. That's why we did the show on Tuesdays. Because nobody who knows anything about rideshare does not work on Tuesdays. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Sergio, can I get your email? I have uh, screenshots that I want to see. Yes. So it is Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Yes, please. Again, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Please send me all your screenshots. Seriously, I look at it. I respond to every email, although they're all getting delayed now because I'm getting way too many. I need an <laughs> assistant. I need an assistant to figure out the emails. I need a virtual assistant. Harry, are you here? You know, my contract's coming up at the end of October, Harry. You know what's happening. You know what's happening, Harry. All right. Well, we just did two hours on the this. shot uh, across the bow. You know, I got, I got to put my kids to sleep. I'm sure you guys got to get yeah. your kids uh, so we don't want to take up your time. Uh, happy birthday. Let's sing Tony happy birthday. Oh, happy oh. birthday. Yes. So there you go. happy birthday, happy everybody. Birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, dear Tony. Tony. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. To you. Hopefully, we're <laughs> going to get with copyright strike on that one. Don't. It was less than 15 seconds. You're good. <laughs> All right. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for watching. Again, uh, smash that like button. We're up to 102 likes. Awesome. Thank you very much for anybody who didn't do that. Also, yeah. audio podcast is available. Uh, that will be tomorrow. Uh, that will be on all major podcast platforms. Just search show. Me you he just did it. See how easy that was? It's free, people. Just touch free. little, 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 little easy touch on your screen. There you go. Yep. I think anyway. I actually liked it at the beginning, so I don't have to go awesome. back. I don't <laughs> awesome. Think go and then um, stay tuned for next week's show yeah. uh, where we're going to have RDU and uh, their uh, whole $6.20 per hour uh, rebuttal. So see what they say as well as a seattle driver who's going to be coming on talking about uh, what's going on in seattle with their laws so uh, yeah. stay tuned for that and then plenty of other shows coming up uh, throughout october november uh, with a lot of things coming up so uh, enjoy and uh, have a good week everybody and yeah maybe who knows maybe we'll have an emergency broadcast uh, depending on how things come out with this rule but it's a 45 day uh, commenting period so uh, definitely make sure you stay tuned to that, read up yeah. what that is, and then comment what your thoughts are. Uh, everybody in the chat, everybody watching already said they don't want to be employees. So, um, you know, this is a time where your voice can be heard. So it's going to be out on Thursday. So make sure you do what you got to do there. Uh, we're not going to tell you what, what you want to do. That's up to you. Your, de your decisions is based on basically how you want to be viewed. Uh, so either for or against, that's up to you. 
Yep. Have a great night, everybody. Or day. Right. No, no, no more day left in, 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 in the U.S. <laughs> Maybe Hawaii. Hawaii. If you're in Hawaii, you know, it's 2 o'clock there. So. Yep. Or even tomorrow, depending on where you are, if you're in Australia and that. So we've had <laughs> several people already say they're in Australia. So thank you for uh, watching. You, everybody. We'll see you guys.